little speed bump. We're good. I missed that. I missed that. It's it's quite invigorating. It puts you in a fucking zone for sure. How how does uh how does everyone else feel about it? They love it. I have yeah. not had one complaint. I've actually got a couple of people that were uh, requesting what song it was on online because these reels are going fucking super crazy on Facebook. Yeah. So random people fucking hit me up on there and they're oh what that intro is badass. What is it? I'm like I'll get back to you. I don't. Fuck know. yeah. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> That's what I like to hear, man. Yeah, yeah. There's some great feedback on the intro, and. It actually kind of helps me. I've had a couple of new guests on in the last couple of weeks, and the, sometimes people get so nervous, so apprehensive, that I start to get nervous, like a little bit, but I'm so comfortable in it. Like, I hear that, and I'm like, it puts me it puts me in like a ready, set, go mode. You're just like, it's go time now. Yeah. Now I'm in control. <laughs> That's fucked up. I shouldn't say it like that. Fuck but, yeah, man. But it's cool. That's great. It was a good, good fucking call on your part. I'm glad I, you came up with that. I like to hear it. Um, yeah, I love it. So, I'm kind of in a like a. I'm just. It's Friday, and I'm like tired, I'm exhausted from the last couple of weeks. Right. Um. I told you a little bit. Money's a little upsetting today. That that'll drag you down. Yeah. Paying your bills and doing stuff you're supposed to do and fucking stupid. It'll get fixed. I guess. I fucking hope. No, it'll get fixed. Eventually. Yeah. Is it a little? It's a little intimidating. No, no. You just it's look cool. You look curious. No, I, I, I dig it. You see the camera, trying to focus in on the faces. Yeah. I look retarded because nobody else is going to see that square. <laughs> I think it's cool. I think it feels more more official. Yeah. Like th- this is. I, I feel like this this is how it normally goes. You know. Yeah, it's going to be really fucking cool, dude, to see the first feed come out on Spotify. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a fucking really big milestone and a really exciting moment for everybody. Yeah. So. I'm excited. Oh, maybe we can make like. A cool intro and a cool outro, like, you know, like a some animated thing. Yeah, now you can now you can add fucking all the shit that you're really good at in the beginning and at the end. Fuck yeah, I a- can. Animated shit to go with the fucking music. Well, that's a badass touch. Dude. Yeah, like, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, that's that's gonna be real cool. You fucking click on somebody's episode and then some kind of a me versus me animation starts. Doing whatever it's gonna do mm-hmm. with the intro, yeah, and then the outro is some. Oh, it's fucking that's exciting. I got it all in my head already. Do you? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> that is such a good fucking idea. Oh man, the possibilities with this are, and and now we can do stupid shit when we exit out. True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm a fucking child. I know. <laughs> No, it's all right. That's exciting, though. I'm glad you're excited about it. It's so simple, but it's gonna be like the world's biggest touch. Well, I I, I always get excited about projects. I've I've had a pretty exciting week. Um, what it it's it's exciting when I actually get to have the time to work on shit, whether it's just projects for fun or it's like projects for clients or you know, whatever, whatever the case is. Um, most of the time I'm, I'm more excited to work on stuff than I am to like play video games or to, you know, do, 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 do anything else. Really. I'm like, this is distracting for me. I want to work on this thing. I want to, I want to keep going. I want to get this done. And, uh, yeah, it's cool. I can I can kind of understand that because to be honest with you it's it's a different world but that's how I get when it like, comes to doing stuff to my truck if yeah. I get if I get like something I'm really excited about I'll like I'm like I get frustrated because I want to do it and I want to do it and enjoy myself you know that's my way of like enjoying myself for a little bit and you actually get to do a project that you're really super into so yeah I just got to make sure that I don't f- hyper focus too hard hyper focus yeah because then it's like. And then it's like hours pass by, and I, I have no idea. And I'm like, holy shit, it's been like six hours. 
Oh, whoops. That's fucking crazy. And it's a, you know, it's good. It's 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 good time spent. It's you know, I'm doing some I'm obviously having fun and hyper focusing. It's not like I'm hyper focusing on on like trying to fix something. So when you said just hyper focused on something and then without before you realize it was like hours spent, honest to god, the first thing that came to my mind was like fucking Warthog Wars. Fucking Halo when I was in high school, man. Yeah. We used to play that shit till literally like three in the morning on accident. And I don't know why that was the first thing that like you struck a nerve when you said that. Yeah, well, that's kind of it's kind of I get with some games mm-hmm. that I play not not so much anymore because I I try to control that shit because try to control it, that shit. Well, there's certain types of games where you just get super invested in them and and you kind of just want to play them all the time and you know uh, uh, a quote that I I really like is that. You know a game is a good game when it makes you want to ignore your real-life responsibilities. Right. Yeah, that's totally accurate. I can see that. And so I – not that I avoid those games, but I just try to not let that happen. Um, and so it's nice that once I get into the flow of doing some sort of project that I want to work on that project rather than – spend my time playing a game it's like i I only have so much time to juggle and so i gotta kind of prioritize something that's actually kind of an interesting point that i kind of want to take a little bit further um the feeling of wanting to ignore (laughs) real life responsibilities that feels pretty pretty accurate for today i'm gonna be honest with you (laughs) there's there's like i'm i'm just like over I'm fucking exhausted with the idea and the thought and the constant fucking rat race of adult responsibilities. Dude, you're gonna fucking tell me, man. Jesus Christ. It's like, I'm... Oh, I get it. You all get my money. Cool. Fuck. Give it a rest. Yeah, I... Every week, I'm like, this is really fucking stupid. It is really fucking stupid. It's such a dumb... Like, it's so stupid that you have to do this every day. And I'm like, finding reasons to not do stuff outside of the house so I make sure I don't spend money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to try and... I'm like, this is ridiculous. This whole fucking idea is ridiculous. That we're working barely to survive. Yeah. So, So you're spot on. Maybe I should get a fucking video game. Maybe that'll help. Or hurt. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't need to gain any more weight, so it would probably hurt. <laughs> why Why is he fucking just going insane? I don't know. The sound deadening is not working. We can steer, still hear the dog. <laughs> Fuck. But anyway. Yeah, man, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I think I expressed a little bit on last night's episode. Just like, I'm kind of over all the obligate. Uh, that's not the right word. This is not an obligation. I would prefer this a lot more than my work. Right. Um, I'm over... I'm over the exhaustion, for one. And I'm just over, like, pushing and pushing. I just need to... I need to come up for air. I don't really know how to do that. Yeah, it, it's it's really... You know... I, I was talking to somebody at work a couple of days ago, and he was like... Are you are you excited for the weekend? Like, what are you gonna do? And any fun plans? And I I realized that for the past few weekends, I've been saying like, no, not really. And like, I haven't even been looking forward to the weekends because it's just been so hard for me to actually like do anything that I've been wanting to do um, or that I've needed to do outside of just my normal job that. I'm like, oh, great. Like, now I can look forward to another weekend where I try really hard to get something done and then it just doesn't work out again. And, like, you know, it just kind of makes you feel shitty. And, you know, after a couple of weeks of that, I was sort of at this really low point where I was just like, I really, really, really just, like, want to stop. Like, I, I hate that feeling so much of that you're like, I I want to use my time to do this, but I can't 
But then if I don't do this, it just gets pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And then then that thing is still swirling around in your head because you haven't checked it off your list yet. So you're like, I still have this thing to do. I still have this thing to do. But now I have more things to do. And I, I just don't have time. And then, you know, after, you know, several of those occurrences, you're just like, well, you know, if I just stopped altogether, then I wouldn't be feeling like this anymore. Right. That's the craziest part that, that like nobody, I feel like nobody really prepared us for growing up. The craziest part about like living in this real fucking crazy world that we live in is like, no matter what you do, if you stop, just stop your responsibilities, whatever that means to you, they nothing goes away. Like none of this stuff just goes away. Your your responsibilities are not relieved because you stopped. Right. It always, 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 always makes something worse. Like no matter how you twist and turn that, whether it's financially, whether it's physically, it's always fucking worse when you just stop. You like the, you cannot breathe if you want to. Right. And that's that's the craziest fuck. You, I didn't think about it till you just said it. Like you you can just stop, but if you if you start stopping, then you're gonna end up in the fucking rock bottom. Yeah. And then once you pick up the pieces, those those things are going to be there to haunt you to some degree. Well, yeah, and and that that's right. That's what I found myself doing quite often in the past is just sort of just pu- putting stuff off or not really putting it off, but just like not giving a fuck about it. Like kind of like out of sight, out of mind kind of mentality where I'm just like, "Well, I'll take care of this stuff when I need to." Mm-hmm. Like when it needs to get taken care of, and it's like the deadline, then I'll fucking take care of it. Um, and, and I've been trying to get better at that because that's that's exactly true. Is is you know it it doesn't go anywhere. Like it's still there. You could say that it doesn't exist, or you could not take care of it, or you could not do something about it. But you know, uh, eventually, or. You know, uh, probably the worst part is that it just lingers inside of your head. And you're like, I know that I have to do this thing. I know that there's this thing that I need to do. It's at the it's not at the top of my list because I told myself I don't give a fuck about it, but it's still on the list. Mm-hmm. And every morning it brings its way back up and then you push it back down. And, and but it's there and you go to sleep, you think about it. And when you're not doing something, you think about it. And so you you push it off because you're like, oh, I want to make time for something else or I want to think about something else. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. It, it never ceases to just reappear all the time. It's a constant stressor. And every time it resurfaces that, like that, you're right back in the shit. Right. And that's, yeah, man, it's, there's, there's really like, there's really not a whole lot of things in this life, that you, a whole lot of problems or obligations that you can literally just let go of and they'll just go away like it usually nine times out of ten doesn't play out like that usually you have to address it to some degree yeah regardless of what it is and this could even be like a personal relationship with somebody you know if you get you got a falling out with somebody that's super close to you nine times out of ten you're still gonna have to go through that last fucking real rough mile and just get it done and over with you don't you can't just walk away from it like like I said, nine times out of ten, because there are instances where you get lucky. and Well, that that's why in, in those situations where, like, you have questions for somebody or, like, you, you hear that something is happening, like some drama type shit or whatever, it's so much better to just go to the source and ask questions right. and talk about it and communicate rather than just pondering about this thing like i wonder if this is true I wonder if it's not true i wonder all these different directions that it could go if it is true or if it isn't true and what does that mean and and you know like how how is this all going to play out just fucking do it spend five minutes get it out of the way that's the thing instead of like spending weeks just having it live inside your brain this anxiety this rotting anxiety this fucking uh it's it's so hard to train yourself to just rip that band-aid. Yeah. But it's so much fucking better for you mentally just to address your fucking problems. Like, even if you don't solve it in that moment, if you address it and get a start point. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel that way about just about everything when it comes to, like, 
work, bills, personal relationships, doesn't matter. As long as I have, like, a starting point and a direction in an issue, then I'm, like, fucking okay. I can live with that. <laughs> yeah. There's a beginning and there's an end. I just I know what I have to do now. But, fuck, it's exhausting to deal with everything all the time. It It, it is. It really is. And, like, it, an issue that I... That happened to me I think it was last weekend I dude I I got to the point where I was I was literally so overwhelmed with just the day like it, 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 it was probably a big buildup of the previous weeks or whatever but but that day whether it's Saturday or Sunday um, I just I I had this things just kept happening to me all day and i finally got to the point where i just broke down it literally fucking broke me and i just i just started crying and i cried for like two hours and i was like i i just can't i'm so that normally i can do things to to get past it or to kind of just like you know calm myself down and be like it's okay and like i'm i'm gonna like things are fine um but I I was I got so overwhelmed with just everything, and then little things kept happening all day, and it was just little things that were just like, fuck, like, you know, it's like you, you you're trying to get something, you drop something, then you spill something, and you're trying to pick that up, and <laughs> this little nitpicky like, shit. Yeah, yeah, it, and yeah. it was just like, all of these things kept happening, and then I, on top of all the other shit that I already had going on that I was overwhelmed with. And then I just got to the point where I was like, I, I'm just, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm, li- I'm actually just done. And I just sat and I did nothing and I cried and I was just like, I, I, it today broke me. Mm-hmm. It, it fucking broke me. And, and I was talking to a buddy of mine who, uh, kind of struggles with some of the same issues that I do. So w- what it was, it, it's a combination of having autism and having ADHD and then, you know, having a couple of the little minor factors like anxiety and, and stuff that play a role into it. But the, I, I think the big, the two biggest factors is, is definitely just like autism and ADHD because they, they make you feel the biggest, like your, your emotional regulation is off with ADHD You get sensory overload pretty easily with autism. And and it's like, you know, you could look around one sec and be like, okay, this is fine. If things are chaotic, like things are messy, things are kind of unorganized all over the place. Because that's a common thing with ADHD is just be like, you're living in chaos, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Things get piled up and you look around and it's just a fucking disaster. But then with autism, you're like, there's so many fucking things around me. (laughs) Like, I I hate that I, everything that I do, I have to like touch this and I have to take extra steps to do this. And I can't put my thing there because there's something in a fucking way. And it's like, so those, there's parts where like one takes over and then the other takes over where I'm just like, I don't give a shit that I'm like, fuck, it's everywhere. And I hate it. And uh, so anyway, I was talking to a buddy of mine and, and we were just talking about like what what we do when we're overwhelmed like that and, and what helps. And I, I've been spending years trying to find ways for me to try to stay organized and to, you know, like keep on top of my tasks and the things that I have to do, like basically just get the shit out of my head and somewhere else where it's easy to manage and manipulate. And I, it's not just stuck inside my head. Cause normally if there's something swirling around in there, I, I talk to somebody or I write it down or, you know, I, I do something to get it out. But, uh, it, and and nothing has really worked. I've tried and failed at so many different things, like keeping a list and a planner and a journal and writing things down and writing things down on the computer and trying to come up with all these helpful ways to to, to keep track of this and to keep myself motivated and and you know I I don't know. 
But I finally, so one of the last things I talked to my therapist about was um, that maybe the issue isn't writing stuff down because I I used to say that like, I can't write things down because I, I just don't, it just doesn't work. Right. When, when I write something down, it just disappears and I forget about it. And then I, I never open it up again and, and it's just gone forever. And then when I need to write something else down, I open to a new page and then it's like everything else just doesn't exist. That's what I was going to say. Like writing shit down helps in the moment. But then if I don't see it, if I don't see it, then it's, it's means it's gone. Right. And like if you if you have a notebook that you carry with you that's, that closes... Right, and you, you open it up and you write down some good ideas and you close it back up. Yeah, and but then, once, once you close it, it's done. Right, because if you don't open it back up and look at it, which you probably won't do, probably then it then it just doesn't help, right? Because then you forget what you wrote down and then it just kind of passes time until you're like, oh, I need to write something else down. Then you look and you're like, fuck, I wrote this thing like two months ago and I, I still haven't done it. And so what she told me was what helps for her is that she designates a spot on her desk to have a notebook and she keeps the notebook open, right? So whether it's brand new or it's been used, she keeps it open in this designated spot. So that way, when when you go down to sit in your work area, it's right there. You have to read it because mm-hmm. it's right there. If it's closed, it'll bother you because you designated a space for it to be there and be open. And now you just now out of instincts, you might just put it away now if it's closed. Right. And so so you you write down however and whatever you you know whichever way helps you to like you know make a checklist or to just write things down. And I, and so I started doing that for a, a couple of months, and things like drastically improved in my life overall. It was great. It it was a it it was working super well, and I really enjoyed it because then you could flip back and you can see all the progress you've made. And what what I did was, I it was kind of split, like in half. It had like a smaller section on the left hand side, and then like a bigger section on the right hand side, and. So I would separate things like by day. So I'd write, you know, today's date. And then on the left-hand side, I would just write down things that came to my head, ideas, things that I needed to do, um, you know, whatever was there, right? And then I would pick a few of those that were the most important, and I would write them on the right side as, like, these are my list of things to do today, so if I wrote down like 15 things on the left-hand side, I would pick like three of them and be like, today my goal is to get these three things done and that's it. Frankly, I'm kind of surprised that I've stayed up on the, the task aid the way I have. Yeah. I Because I, that's very similar to my issues. It's just an app. You know, I probably won't fucking look at it again, but for some reason, man, I've stuck to that thing and I, the info that's on there is extremely frontline you know yeah um when it comes to the shit that you're talking about writing down priorities and and like i said being able to see it in front of you and being almost like forcing yourself to to read it one of the things i've always been really really drawn to and i'm not really sure why but is like i always try to force myself to put a whiteboard on the fridge uh it kind of it's almost like a priority spot, which is ironic because I don't have one up there right now. <laughs> there's, yeah. one, there's one in my room, but <laughs> um, I, I put, I have to put shit like right in front of me, otherwise, it doesn't work. Right. It's it's crazy, you know. You gotta. It's almost like you gotta play fuck fuck games with your own mind, just like yeah. just like you were just saying. You know, you have to write down all the shit that you need to get done, and then you have to prioritize a certain amount of them every day. Right. And that's, it blows my mind that you got to fuck with your brain to, to get it to recognize what's really important. Well, but, but it was cool because it, since I split each page up by day and I only picked a few things out of my task list to do for that day, I was able to basically fit an entire week of things on one page. And so then when I flip back through, I can see the dates and I can see all the tasks that I did or didn't do. Um, and, and so it was really cool. And then every time that I got like a new thing or a new request or a new project or something, I would just write it in the space to the left. And then um, when I turned the page, 
I would rewrite everything that I haven't done on the left-hand side, and then I would start back on the right-hand side with just, like, mm. a few more tasks. And it worked great. It was, like, it was life-changing. I was, I was accomplishing a lot of goals. I was feeling good about myself. I was really proud. And then I just stopped doing it. And, you know, I, I think that I, I had, like, a, a few days, maybe a week, where... I didn't really have anything to do. Like th there was a series of events that happened where I had a bunch of projects that I, I needed to do like not a bunch, but just like a handful of them, like maybe three or four projects that I was like kind of in the works with doing. And I was planning out and it, it was in the, these rough drafts. And then the people just decided that they no longer wanted to do those things. And so then I was like, well, now I, I scheduled out all this time to get your thing done. And now you don't want to do it. Like I pretty much just got ghosted. Oh. And so then I was like, well, fuck now I don't have anything to do for this amount of time. So I stopped doing this thing every single day because I, there was a period of time where I no longer had anything to do. And then, you know, a after a while it just sort of, be it just sort of became like habit where i just wasn't using this thing again um and so my when i was talking to my buddy about like how i was feeling super overwhelmed and how it just fucking defeated me he was like well this is what i do when i'm feeling overwhelmed and it was basically the thing that i had been doing mm -hmm. for all that that worked for me really well and so i started back on it again and it was really helping like i had a great week this week um a lot of really cool things happened uh i got i got some exciting news and i made some huge advancements in like my different skill sets with different things and i worked on projects that i had a hard time completing in the past but now i figured out how to make this stuff work and learned new stuff, new ways to use old tools. And, uh, yeah, it was cool. And, and everything sort of after Monday, everything sort of just, it, it worked. Just calm down a little it bit. Just, in your brain. It just felt better. Right. Um, so I don't know, you know, weirdly enough, I think you could say the same thing happened here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. I found a, a new solution with the thing I've had in my hand for over a year. But it's weird how shit can just like in your in your mind, the simplest of things can just pile up against you. Like in quantity, pile up against you and make you not like panic, but almost mentally panic. Yeah. And just put you in a, an extremely unfocused sense and just send you twirling fucking out of control. And then, like, you do, like, you get something or a bigger part of it done or something like that, and all of a sudden it's just smooth water. Right. You know what I mean? You, I go back to it again, but your brain works in fucking amazing ways, and I wish I understood more of it, but... Yeah. Um, it's annoying. It's it's fucking annoying because seemingly ninety percent of the shit that we panic over individualized is usually pretty simple shit, right? Yeah, it's when uh, again when they fucking pile up against you is when you start like shit. Well, yeah, and a lot of the time the some most of that stuff has a very easy, quick solution, and yet for some reason. Yeah, you're not going to see it when you're panicking. You're just like, no, I, gotta I do know that it's easy, and I know that I could just do it real quick and get it out of the way, but I, I don't want to. I know how to fix the problem, but I'm not going to fix it, and I'm not really too sure why that's a thing. I'm not, I mean, you always take the harder route first when you're in that fucking state of mind. Right. And I, like you said, I don't fucking get it. I, I wish I did, but I don't, but that's how it works all the time. When you panic over something, you fucking panic, and you send that shit straight negative backwards. Yeah. But it's good that you got it all figured out. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, for 
for this week. Yeah. yeah. We'll see how next week goes. I mean, we'll... Yeah. I, I don't know. There's still there's still a, a bunch of stuff that that I got to figure out and, and decisions I need to make. And, um, you know, I, I, I need... Something needs to change, and I'm not really too sure what that is. Uh, well, at least I think, right? Because, like, like this this week was pretty good. And like today was, I, I would say today was kind of exceptionally good. Right? That's I good. Mean, it, That's it was good. just overall like a really a really good day. I, I didn't have much to complain about. I I didn't see myself feeling frustrated or or overwhelmed. I kind of just had fun and I and and I just really enjoyed the day. And so it's like it it does something need to change if there can be days like this, you know? Like yeah. Or or is this just like a is this just like a one off thing? And by the way, I'm I'm not, I don't want anyone listening to get the impression that I'm like unhappy. I I'm 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 generally like ninety nine percent of my life I'm happy. I'm joy. Everything is great. I I know that often on here I I talk about like how overwhelming and and how things suck and how i'm burnt out and blah, blah blah but like i'm really honestly like genuinely just a happy like not taking much seriously just sort of an easygoing person um give him a few beers he'll talk yeah <laughs> but but i just you know i i told myself that that i would stop talking about a lot of the negative experience that I, experiences that i have on here because like why I, I feel like after a while you don't really need to share so much negative stuff in, in like a in like a, a venting kind of way yeah i can see when you use that word i was gonna i was gonna actually overcorrect but then you said the word venting and i was like okay well i understand where you're at now yeah yeah i definitely you don't want to seem like you're venting we're, we're we talk about experience and what you take away from it and I guess when you that's a that's a fine fine line like that's a barely a line when you start talking about whether it's venting or what you take away from something. So I can kind of see where you're at there. I I I I will be completely honest with you now that you you said all that. Um, there has been people in the past that ask me, um, you know, I have people ask me how you're doing. <laughs> They're like, well, it's. His his uh his rant was very specific and you know, I was just seeing if he was doing okay and things like that and I mean typically I just assume, you know. About me? Yeah. People ask how my feelings are feeling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because yeah you know, I mean you you you've been very specific about certain issues, which is perfectly fine. I mean that's what we're here for. Right. We're here for perspective and yours is just as special as anybody else's. Sorry, guys. I spelt my drink all over my face. Did it's you? It's all over my shirt. It's all. <laughs> it's it's on camera now. I love it. I Every, love that everything's on camera. Everyone's. I tried to hide it, but I went the wrong direction, so it emphasized more of my face. I catch myself like, like watching my twitches now. Now I'm all sticky and flat. Like <laughs> he's like, oh god, I, just, I made a fool out of myself. Well, oh. that that that's cool, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm I'm such an open book. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things about you. Like I I hate when people are just like I'm good or like I'm doing great, I'm happy and you're not and it's like well, just shut the fuck up. Just express yourself and just like let if somebody asks you how you're doing and you feel like shit, say I feel like shit and then and that, you know, that's it. If they ask why, tell them why and and you know, just just be open and honest cuz you, know, you can't be fake happy forever. It I mean, doesn't work. With that, I'm I'm gonna jump topics on you because we already kind of did there. But um, I'm a, I'm a very firm believer in kind of always telling your truth, like you just said. Yeah. You know, always like if somebody honestly asks you, then don't fucking lie to yourself because that's all you're doing. For one, you yeah, don't fucking lie to yourself because you're just burying whatever it is deeper inside you and making yourself unhappier. Um, 
Sorry, that got deep. And then for two, the interesting and the harder point about being honest with yourself and being honest with people that ask you these questions is you're also going to figure out exactly who's in your fucking corner. Yeah. You know, and I, that, that to me is worth a lot um, because of all the years that I've, I put myself on the front lines just lying to everybody about who I was and what I was feeling. And I surrounded myself by fucking people that I need to be around. Yeah. And then once I started being honest with myself and I started telling myself I wasn't going to lie anymore and I wasn't going to be fake person to make other people happy, I got to figure out exactly where I fucking stood and exactly who was in my corner. So, like I said, jumping topics. Well, no, and, and like, I, I find myself a lot where... I, I so don't need to tell people these things. Like when, when I was talking to my friend about me being overwhelmed and I shared with them that I just fucking broke and that I, that I had been crying. Well, like I was talking to, he's, he's a streamer. I mean, he's like, he's like my buddy off of stream, but like he was streaming at the time. And I was saying all of this live on Twitch over the chat and like, you know, I, I totally just didn't have to say anything. You know, I, I could have just not mentioned the fact that this was happening to me or when he was like, how are you doing? I could have just been like, yeah, I'm doing okay. And then just continued feeling like garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he would have like never known and nobody else in the chat would have ever known. But like, that's just not who I am as a person. Right. And, I, and you shouldn't be. I'm I'm just, I just, I say what I'm feeling because I like to be honest. I don't, you know, even if it, even if it's dumb, like I, you know, I, I don't, I don't think about, well, they might judge me cause I'm doing this or like it might look ridiculous or I might feel ridiculous or somebody might bring this up or somebody might make fun of me. Like none of this goes through my head. And, and I think that, that some people don't share some of this stuff because they fear that, that that's going to be like. The, yeah, the the fear of rejection is for sure a big fucking problem. Right, or or that the response is going to be just like something super negative and they're just like, ah, what's the point? But, like, when I said it, you know, it, it was in the middle of, like, everyone was kind of having fun. We were just sort of messing around and just having a good time like normal. And and I, I shared this with some of them and some of my more closer friends on there. And... um so many people just like chimed in and not only were like saying, you know, like, sorry, I hope you feel better. Um, but they were all like, this is what I do when I'm feeling this way. That's fucking and, super cool. And we ended up having like an hour long, basically just like therapy session about how like everyone deals with these certain issues that they go through and like examples and, and like, what helps them and, um, you know, just sharing different experiences and just kind of having like a real, a real deep, intimate, helpful conversation. And then we kind of just bounce stuff off each other and it ended up being really cool. And it was like, if I would have just said, you know, I'm fine, everything's fine. Like I'm doing okay. And then that would have never happened. That's fucking great to actually get that kind of a reaction and support from people. It's, it's, it's seriously amazes me to be honest with you and i don't know if it's just because the environments that i'm stuck in outside of this but that's fucking great yeah because my number one probably my number one statement outside of uh outside of doing this is um i ask people probably three or four times a week are you incapable of having a normal conversation yeah i don't like saying that but the new me learns that I'm going to fight back for the things that I care about. And that's just who I am now. Well, yeah. And then, and then you, you know, you occasionally you get that guy that's like, you know, like you're a pussy or like, you're a bitch. Well, like, stopping a little bitch. And you're just like, Hey guy, fuck you. That's, that's the, like, that's what, that's kind of what I'm dabbling in. And it's not occasionally for me. Like just eat shit. It's, no one, no one's talking to you. It's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Eat shit. Right. It's it's my it's my industry and my surroundings. Yeah. Remember the dickheads that I work around. Yeah. So I don't get this outlet half the time. And even if I do try to have a normalized conversation, and if somebody's watching, they're gonna know exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. Then I get smart ass remarks back. 
And sometimes if I answer a question honestly and I get a smart ass from Art back, I retaliate. Yeah. Because I was trying to have a fucking conversation, like a nor- not even about emotions, just a normal conversation. Didn't want your fucking smart ass input. Yeah. You know? You can you can talk like a normal human. So I'm it, I'm really enlightened to hear that you actually got the support of not just one, but a group. Yeah. That fucking gives me faith. Well, yeah, it, it was it was overall just like a really cool experience. And and I feel like overall living by what I live by is just like love everyone and tell the truth. Right. It it has such a huge impact on people and situations and and the reactions and the responses and the outcomes from just you being you 120% of the time loving everybody telling the truth just just being genuinely good it it produces results mm-hmm. like there for for an example I mean, this happens frequently but but i i was telling you earlier that i watched this dj stream on on twitch this morning and and i was just listening to him for for hours probably like six hours i was just vibing with this dude and he you know he he was a relatively bigger streamer it was my first time ever in there he he had about 500 viewers in there that have been there much longer than i've been there and i just started talking to the dude and by the end of it he was like i fucking love you he was like you're such a good vibe you're such a good dude and then he raided out into another stream. So basically, like, taking everyone from his stream and sending them to another person's stream. And the first thing he said was, my username. And he was like, he is such a good vibe, man. He was like, we had so much fun in stream today. And it's like, this guy's been doing this for, like, a few years. Had hundreds of people in there. And for some reason, I stood out and made an impact and a connection with this person that I had never met before today. And he can now take that and he shared it with people. And then like a lot of the regulars in his chat were like talking about different stuff. And we were just like vibing and talking about music and like experiences and stuff. And it's just like, I don't do anything special. I'm literally just me. I just, I, I like to be friendly. I like to be encouraging. I like to just, I just like to be me. That genuine human connection that you find yeah. in, in your day-to-day, dude, it's just like, it's one of my driving forces for trying. You know, you just don't know what you're going to come across. And when you find shit like that, it's so fucking amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's so crazy to me that there's people out there that can just, you know, they, they go out of their way to just see somebody and just be like, hey, you suck. You're like you're ugly, or you're f- like. It literally takes effort to be an asshole, right? And, and it fucking literally does. And it's like for what you're missing out on so many things, so many opportunities, so many just experiences because you want to be a fucking dick, right? Instead of just being like cool about stuff, you know. You literally just don't know what you're gonna miss out on. It could be one of the greatest life experiences you've ever had. Yeah. If you would just give it the time of day. Yeah. And figure out, you know, a connection is worth that much. So I'm a big proponent of that for sure. Because that you just, uh, like you just said, you just, it, it, it starts with potentially simple conversation. And yeah. that's not going to do anything other than either lead you down a good path or not. It's, there's, there's like no bad. Right. And that's the fun part is this could be really good for me mentally this could be really good for me physically or it just doesn't result in anything other than a slight conversation right just a, maybe a few wasted minutes right right that's that's the worst possible outcome is a few wasted minutes yeah and that's so bizarre to me that people go out of their way to shut that shit down yeah well, i mean yeah just believe it or not I mean, it makes an impact whether it's online or 
or whether it's in in public in real life you know you go to a store and you you just have a nice conversation with somebody or you help somebody out with something and people hear that people listen to it it makes people smile it, it makes people feel good that there's still good things happening in the world around them and they got to be there to witness it and experience it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just like just you know they're 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 checking out doing their own thing and they hear this thing from across the way and, and it it just it really does make an impact and and they go from fuck i had to go to the store and go shopping which sucks dick to now like i i feel pretty good and i'm gonna take this good energy and i'm gonna go from here to wherever it is that i'm going and i'm gonna have a good rest of the day or good rest of the hour or just a good fucking 10 minutes you know it's it's better than just being in this shitty mood you know what's strange and you kind of just brought this into my head one of the one of the bigger things um, from the beginning of why I wanted to start this was because of how attracted to human connection I am. Like I'm the idea of it is so enticing. It's so intimate to me and I'm so, I want to be so involved in that. Um, like today I had to go to Walmart today and I get anxious about the thought of going to the store, not because it's the store, not because I'm scared of it or I think it's going to be a shitty experience. I get anxious to go, to go be around people. And I'm anxious because I don't know what's going to happen there. Like, I don't know who I'm going to talk to. I don't know who I'm going to run into. Right. And the idea almost fucking kind of excites me. Like, we spend so much time on our phones or at work. We spend so much time consumed in everything that now I get, I get, I get a little excitement out of, like, the idea. Like, I don't, what if somebody talks to me? I'm like, oh, yeah. God, <laughs> this could be good. Yeah, or, you know, you're just out and you, you see somebody maybe struggling with something and, and you just offer to help them with it. Yeah. It's just like a, you know, then you just go on and, you know, living your life, doing what you were doing. And it's not like you're going to make a big deal out of it. You don't have to sit there and be like, ah, I'm waiting <laughs> for the, yeah. give me the thank you. No, just right? do your do your thing. And I'm I'm super observant when I go out. So I'm I'm constantly watching people, watching things around me, just just to pay attention. Yeah. Um. And then the other exciting part, which is kind of shitty, but um, I'm going to take a positive away from a negative here. When when something potentially negative does happen, you get to witness people coming together to solve a problem. Yeah. And that that is one of my favorite things to be able to be a part of. It's kind of fucked that it takes like natural disasters for people to be like, you know what? Today, dude, dude, I'm going to be a part of this community activity in helping other people. Right. And I, like, the degree of which that I speak of, I do not know. I'm not speaking of anything specific. Right. But watching people in public come together to solve a problem, it just it renews what, what faith was lost. And I love it. Um, I think I was expressing this yesterday, too. But I, I love I'm being more I'm, I'm more excited about being around people now more than ever um finding connections random connections random moments throughout the day random conversation man it's it's become one of my favorite things yeah so it, it's really cool it i i love getting to meet new people and just chat with people mm-hmm. i i like i like hearing people's stories and and you know just share, sharing a part of ourselves with each other, yeah. I, I think is really cool, you know. And it sometimes it leads to to some really cool stuff, and and to meeting some other really cool people, mm-hmm. and to having just overall more knowledge and connections, and and you know networking and just building your little family of people who like you're genuinely excited to see and talk to you they're genuinely excited to see and talk to you and it's just cool like i've gotten so many opportunities and met so many people from just being an online presence yeah that's super cool where like i'm i can bounce between these these communities or this this handful of it's bigger than a handful it's like it's like you know, maybe 30, 40 communities that are so different from each other with such different people. But like the one connecting thing that all these people have is that they're genuine, kind, caring 
people. Right? That that's like the number one thing that connects all of them because the the stuff that they do, like the content that they make, the types of streams that they do are so vastly different from each other. Yeah. But the one thing that they have in common is they're they're welcoming to people, their communities are so great and helpful and like so many of them are friends with so many of them and it, it's just cool. It, it's really cool. And, and if you become part of that, then you become part of like this person's community who's a part of the one that you were just in. And then from his community, you become part of these communities. And, and you're not a piece of shit. <laughs> then then it, it's not like, you know, you could be like, oh, well, these people speak highly of me. But you you can easily transition into the next group the next family of people and and just kind of vibe and connect because you know like well if this person likes this person and i like this person then i should in theory like this person as well and we should be able to have a connection and then from there you know you just kind of vibe chat with them a little bit and then when you see each other in other people's communities and you like say what's up it's just such a good fucking feeling dude i have seen i watch a, i watch a lot of the gaming clips and shit and they're very they're very basic and probably kind of primitive compared to what you're dealing with but um i see i see that shit like these there's groups of we'll say seven or eight dudes that continuously make streams together and they're like a fucking family and then yeah. the, the the more fun part is um, I, I have seen videos of these people actually like traveling across the nation. All of them like to meet up, like to actually fucking meet. Yeah. And they take it to the ne- and it's like. It's so simple. Look at look at the dynamic of what they're doing. They're finding their connection on a different level without ever even fucking meeting. Doesn't matter what they look like. Doesn't matter what color they are. Doesn't none of that shit matters. The fact is, is that they all met for the same purpose and enjoyed each other's connection and company. Right. And they took it from there. And that's, I I think that is one of the biggest things that we can take away from all the technology we have now, the ability to make a connection like that, like you just said, and make these communities and just run with that. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's, I'm, I'm, it makes me happy to see that shit. It's very cool. It's definitely one of the bigger things that keeps me going and keeps me having fun and you know before i was it was in this space and in these communities i looked forward to every weekend when i got to hang out with the boys and that was like my thing like i just kind of fucked around the week and then waited for the weekend when i can go and hang out and and make that connection with these genuine people like all of my best friends yeah um, and then now it's pretty much like that every day of the week. I mean, not to the same extent, but the, the, the types of connections and conversations and basically just how it makes you feel, um, is really cool. And, and then you get to share it with different people and at different times of the day. And it it's just, uh, I, I really enjoy it. And it's given me some crazy huge opportunities and I've learned so much from, you know, just these one-off conversations with them and then like looking into certain stuff and, and trying to, it's motivating, it's inspiring. It's just cool, man. It's, it's, it's really cool. It's, it's amazing when you find your niche, how things just expand in front of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that I, it's cheesy, but this has done that for me. Yeah. You know, this this feels like where I'm supposed to be. And the opportunities and the support that's become of it, I'm like, this is this is home. So, yeah, I fucking totally support that. And to deny yourself of that is shitty. And I feel for anybody who is is going through that and trying to find where they belong, you know? Yeah, because I'm a, I'm a really big supporter of fitting fitting. You're a puzzle piece. We all are, you know. And finding finding your home is it's an important piece of it. Yeah. So I think we should uh, call it on a good note. I like calling it a good note. Uh, 
Yeah, real real quick. Unless yeah. you're like no, go ahead. Okay, so I I I'm starting this sort of like this new routine, um, just to try to help regulate my my like sleeping cycles or just like my mood cycles in general. So just get on a more regular, healthier lifestyle type thing. Um, and so I, I've, I've been following this or I'm going to start following this morning routine. It's the, uh, Andrew Huberman. Do you know who he is? (laughs) Yeah. He's, 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 he's pretty big. He's definitely one of my favorite fucking yeah, he, he, he makes a podcast on YouTube. He, he's a brilliant guy. Um, he he knows a ton about a ton of things. If you don't know who he is, I recommend you go check him out because he's, he's fucking brilliant. He's easy to understand. It's a great listen. If you listen to, uh, sorry, Joe Rogan, Two Bears, Tom Segura, Your Mom's House, he's fucking everywhere. Yeah. He's a big part of all of that stuff. Andrew Huberman, check him out for sure. Yeah, it, he he's incredible, but he... He has this this daily morning routine, and it, it helps with a bunch of stuff. Um, you guys can can find the video. Just look up like Andrew Huberman's morning routine. It's about sixteen minutes or so. He kind of goes into it. But anyway, there there was while I was doing more research about that and kind of just like rewatching it and and, and listening to it. This other video came up of this of this YouTuber. I I don't recall his name off the top of my head, but basically he he did this morning routine almost as like a challenge. He was like, I'm gonna do this for 30 days and see how it makes me feel because right now I feel like garbage. Like I'm I'm just a fucking I'm I'm moss growing on a log, like. <laughs> Just I, I'm not reference. not productive. Just <laughs> getting out of shape. Just not as happy as you could be. Just real shitty spot. All right. So he he made this little tiny like just one video of him doing this thing for thirty days and and trying it out and taking all these tests. Um, and what I find interesting about that about this specific video is that in the video he mentions how in in most ac- aspects of him doing this morning routine and implementing it into his daily life and his daily schedule that all these different factors about his life in general his day to day got so much better and they improved so massively like his his mood um his you know his his alertness, just him feeling awake, feeling good. Um, some some physical stuff, just just overall improving so much. Everything except his productivity. It was like about you know twenty days in, he was feeling great in every aspect, other than when he sits down to work on stuff because he works for himself at home, mm-hmm. right? Getting into that mood, being productive using that time in a in a good way uh he was still struggling with that and then it ended up the one thing that he hadn't considered was how much he uses his phone and how much his phone is an issue for him Mm, and that that could be a big proponent he he went back through like all the footage and and trying to piece everything together but like what in this is I feel like I'm doing everything right. I'm feeling so good in all these other aspects. And and what about this is just like, what what am I missing? Right. What, what's, the, what's the factor that's playing a role into this? So he went back through all the statistics and all the videos that he was taking, and he realized that his phone, he relied so much on his phone while he was doing everything and the in-betweens. And, you know, there was just, it had a big pull on him, basically. Mm-hmm. And then... He started slow, but he was like, for the first three hours of the day, I'm going to keep my phone off and I'm going to continue with this routine. And then I'm just going to see how it makes me feel. And then after that, he was like, basically, like, you know, most of the day 
I'm going to keep my phone off. And when I, when I feel like I really need to check my phone or I really want to, I'll just go lock it in my car. So I can't fucking do it or else I have to go outside to look at my phone. Um, basically, he spent less time on his phone as like having that be a distraction and a thing that has such a big hold on him as it does with a lot of people, this like mindless scrolling yeah. of bullshit that doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. And that was like the final piece, the the missing piece to that puzzle. And so after doing this routine, um, it greatly improved his life drastically and he learned another lesson about just not being so reliant on your phone and especially in the times where you like need to be productive and you know you're you need to go to like the gym or you need to get some projects done or, or you need to go to sleep or you need yeah, to yeah, yeah. wake up in the morning or, or you know just and in so many different ways that so many people don't realize the the addiction to your phone is so strong and um so I'll I'm going to see if we can sort of like link these videos into this at the bottom so you could go check out both of them but it just you made me think of this when you were talking about you know just like a little bit ago you were talking about something and it just made me think of this mm-hmm. about how like th- this could be an actual really big issue that's a pretty small fix for that can improve you so greatly i think i remember actually hearing um it was either him or somebody else real big, but they had mentioned how like the first three or four hours of their day, they don't touch their phone. They don't look at the screen. Um, you know, they go about their normal stuff. Maybe they work out. They, they enjoy their coffee. They go sit outside and maybe read the newspaper or something. It's all very primitive, but it's all very simple things. Right. Have some light breakfast and they just get ready for the day organically rather yeah. rather than staring at probably the, the negativity that comes out of your screen. And not only that, but you were talking about going to sleep and what do we do right before we go to sleep? Right. Scroll. And yeah. I don't know specifically, so I can't talk without talking out of my ass, but I know that that does some shit to your brain that doesn't make your brain shut off right away. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to hear the results. Yeah. I'm yeah. super excited. Yeah. I, I you, you're going to have to keep in line with that and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll see if we can get those the videos linked in in Spotify somehow or, or put them out there in some way for you guys. Maybe like on what, what video are you looking for? Um the two that I was talking about of Andrew Huberman's morning routine and then this guy that did the routine. Yeah, yeah. Um Huberman's uh podcast is called Huberman Lab. It's on Spotify. Uh you can check it out for yourself. I will be pulling that episode and I will be putting out all the social media out, 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 outreaches that we have, such as Facebook. Um, hell, I might even be able to throw it in this episode's TikTok, uh, just so you guys can listen for yourself. He is a brilliant man, and he speaks to you the same way that you would talk to your friend, and it's fucking amazing. He knows how to yeah. communicate, and he's super intelligent. So he's a fun listener, and he's a funny motherfucker, too. Yeah. The way he talks about Burt Kreischer is my favorite. Yeah. But that's a whole nother episode's worth of laughs. So yeah. Huberman Lab, check it out for sure. He's brilliant and he's a good human being. Yeah. But we will have those linked. By the time this drops, it'll definitely be linked. So Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good fucking call, bud. I like him. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I hope it helps. It's just a small thing that was just on my brain. That's not that's um, not that's not a small thing though. So I mean it could it could make a huge impact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I support that wholeheartedly. It's one of the most difficult choices you can make. You're gonna battle, it's gonna be fuck fuck games for sure. And guess what? It's gonna be you versus you. Yep. That was cheesy. I had to add it though. Anything else you want to plug? Yeah, that was so bad. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was you should not have said that. that. <laughs> Why is he talking again? Nah, I'm <laughs> I'm all right. All right, um, I'm gonna have to make a little, a little outro clip of all the socials and a good little scripted thing, but I haven't done it yet, so I'm still trying to plug them all. Um, like, click, and follow all the things where you're listening, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, or even on Spotify for Podcasters. 
web player. I don't give a shit. Just give us a follow. Please listen. And um, be sure to check out the merch link on the TikTok. It's from Etsy. Uh, check that out. We have Me versus Me shirts, hats, beanies. Uh, we got some cool-looking cool, cool looking hoodies coming out for this winter because in Arizona it's still hot. So you still got time. Long sleeve shirts, girls' tees. Check it out. You'll enjoy it. They're comfy. Um, yeah, just and share, 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 share. Please help us get this name out, this brand. It's become its own entity. Help us branch and reach everybody. Yeah, yeah. We appreciate it. Click all of the things, and we love you. Good night. Good night. <laughs>